to the Pope on Film. I am Bunny Williams, and with me is my name is Reverend Maylin. I am the founder of the Church of Ed Wood, which is an actual thing worth a Google. Nice, uh, uh, nice poster that you found here over here on the side. Very nice. I like it. That was a, that was a cool. nice one. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, this is episode 469 of the podcast. Uh, yes, yes, Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. I'm proud we are of all of that. Uh, very excited. We're going to be talking about the band Kiss. We're going to be talking about Die Hard. We're going to be talking about, we're going to do uh, at the end of this opening. We are going to be doing a lightning round of uh, 2023 movies. Uh Uh-oh. And and then uh, we do have this week a historic approximations, which is our educational segment of the podcast. Really good one this week about uh, a musical that I'm working on now. But. We'll get to that. And our movie this week is It's a Wonderful Knife, which is a movie. Yes. It's the best I can say about it. Anyway. Jeff! Yes, Bunny! After a long and rambling opening last episode, it is time once again to begin this podcast with our reoccurring opening segment, the 1970s TV variety show of our film podcast. It's Jeff. Yes. AKA the Betty White Memorial podcast segment brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends Download Today, or as the kids like to call it, uh, TBWMPSBTYBRSLDT for short. Yes. Because kids these days, they like to. Uh, turn everything into uh, alliteration mm-hmm. or a as they like to call it because they even alliterate alliteration and, and so it's and just that a is how and why they are ruining this country very much so mm-hmm. with their with their sock hops and their rock and roll records yeah Look at kids nowadays getting in their hot rod jalopies mm-hmm. and just causing a ruckus. They're always they're always causing a ruckus and making a mess at my uh, grocery store. Because they're just a pack of hooligans. So anyway, hooligans, greasers. It's a backyard hodgepodge of news joke skits. Bunny's done a few musical numbers, plate spinning. It's a variety show sort of thing. Yes. So anyway, let's do it. Uh, first topic. <laughs> titties. Uh, I've got them. As you can see, showing them off. Really proud. I grew these. Yes. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow is week 80 that I have been on HRT, Hormone Replacement Therapy, and this June will be the third year that I have been trans, so uh, good for me. Yes. There's one thing that uh, I like doing. It's making everything about me. And uh, so I thought I'd show off the uh, the boobagers here. 
the water park that I now have because this week, did you see about Twitch's uh, change in its rules? No, I think I heard something vaguely. Yeah, okay, so this is what happened. This past week, Twitch announced that uh, you could show titties and, and, and ass. You could show nudity as long as it was artistic. And that was the rule that Twitch passed down, that you could show titties. And so I was all excited. And so what I was going to do for this episode was I was going to, you know, light a candle maybe light some incense. You could show nudity as long as it's artistic. Yeah. Artistic. So what I was going to do at the beginning of this episode was I was going to light a candle. I was going to light some incense, dim the lights, put on some uh, copyright free. Yeah, some copyright free uh, classical music. So I don't know, Ave Maria in a loop. And then uh, just, uh, you know, I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I was going to have you take your shirt off. You. Yeah. I was going to have you take your shirt off. Because I'm not showing these babies. The only... The only uh Ave Maria, though, then I would have to do like a slow pan upwards. That's a good point. Know? That's a good point. I mean, you already are a really popular foot model. Yes. And the weird thing is, I'm kind of not joking <laughs> because of that one video of yours that got a ridiculous amount of views. Oh, God, yes. I love that story. Uh, the state of the cow. The state Remember. of the cow. Yeah. Uh, so I was all excited to show some titty, but unfortunately, apparently once Twitch made this announcement, suddenly the most popular uh category of twitch stream was it gaming it was art and it was all just like titties and porn yeah so twitch quickly reversed on that oh so uh boobs aren't allowed again which i think is is sucks because i was really looking forward to you know having you show your titties but apparently you know that got stopped. So there's that. So, but that just a bit of up, news. That just brings up uh, something to my mind, like really kind of nostalgic, and maybe it even still yeah. exists. Do you remember way back in the early days of the internet, the naked news? Yes, yes, that's still a thing. That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where women are slowly getting undressed while reading the actual news and are doing it real super serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's still actually serious. a thing. And they are just. Do you remember getting naked? Do you remember desktop strippers? Yes, I remember. There were little tiny strippers that would live on the side of your uh, computer and would just take it off every like few minutes. Yes, I want that back. I want that back. Okay, so a bit of news for you, Bunny. Filmmaker Kevin Smith yes. has recently announced that he's currently hard at work on a brand, on a script for a brand new 
Jay and Silent Bob movie. And before you say anything, Bunny, I think that I speak for the entire Hope on Film family when I say, no, 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 filmmaker, no. Why? What do you have against another Jay and Silent Bob movie? The man who made fucking tusks. Thanks. You know what I should make next? Jay and Silent Bob get hip replacement surgery. Yes. And it's like, dude. I I would you I would make like one to... of the weirdest fucking movies of all time. We don't need another Jay and Silent Bob. We don't need another. I, I, I would like to bank. see them getting old. I would really like to see Jay in a diaper. Yeah, you know, I, I'm sorry. I would like to see this, just like I want to see my Happy Days reunion. Yeah, just like happy I want days to see reunion? my Happy Days reunion with Richie the Fonz, Ralph and Potsy in the retirement home, fighting. Their arch enemies, the remaining cast of Good Times, and then um, we gotta make uh, we gotta Roseanne uh, Chachi, yeah, because he's gone far right, so he can't be on the show. So we're gonna Roseanne him, and it's like, oh, what a great reunion here at Al's Diner. Too bad, uh, too bad. Chachi was hideously killed in Vietnam or uh, the, the Operation Desert Shield. Yes. And you know Very who sad. I you know who I would choose? I really, really, really want to see Seth Green's interpretation of Chachi. Okay. Seth Green. That's okay. That's odd. He, but he's I'm, my, he's I'm okay my chachi. with that. Huh? Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. So so just, In, just a quick side note, but mm -hmm. which I should have mentioned after the Twitch thing, but there's something going on with my YouTube. I think I'm suspended or some I, I'm not exactly sure and I don't exactly care. Yeah. But it seems like they drudged up a, a bunny versus about JFK Jr. And now they won't publish any of my stuff anymore. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Fun they'll, they'll let me upload it. You know, but, but, yeah. it's like, but, but like, how, how can I care about this? How can I care when you, when you decide to go back? Christ, what? Three years? Four years? Yeah. How far back do you have to go? When's the goddamn last time we did a bunny versus? Fucking forever ago. So you change your rules. Forever ago. You change your rules, and I have to go over. I have well over a thousand videos on YouTube. Yeah, got a crap ton. I don't remember what any of that shit is. <laughs> you move to Daily Motion and you start Bob's Dirtier Shorts. Yeah. 
There you go. Boom. Our, our uh, so that's it. I just podcast. Wonder, so for people who've been wondering why they haven't been popping up on Facebook, that's why. And I'll probably oh, just start okay. uploading them directly to Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, in other news, the band Kiss had its yes. final live concert. Thank God and good riddance. I can say that because I'm not a white man. Yes. However, not to miss an opportunity to fleece white men out of their money, Kiss has announced the creation of the Virtual Kiss Band, yeah, which will tour virtually all over the globe to make sure that the fans of the band Kiss will never stop giving the band Kiss their money. And let me just say, I feel bad for the IT guy who has to program them to make them virtually sexually assault drunk chicks. Yes. That's going to be difficult. Because what's, a, virtu what's a, a virtual kiss without, you know, their uh, kisses? A, a bunch of pieces of shit. They're a very white I, person band. Yeah, I, I, I blame Kiss first off for being Kiss. Okay, but then I also blame Kiss for all the fucking metal hair bands in the eighties. Yes, yes. Just <laughs> empty, vacuous music. Just noise. Empty and vacuous, just like this week's movie. Yes, it's kind it, of this it's movie. Kind this of, week's movie is barely there. I, I think I think I like this one better than you, as opposed to last week. There are this, things I liked about this movie. Yeah, there are things I liked about it. I remember, like a half hour into the movie, going, "Those two should kiss." They're not going to though. And then they did. Yeah. And I was like, wow, to... hot damn, it is 2023, shit. But, but you've got to admit, okay, you got to admit about this movie, fucking David Harbour just nailed it. Just nailed it. He was just a perfect Santa Claus. Who the fuck was you know... David Harbour in this? <laughs> Sorry, I went on to talk about a better movie. Oh, that one from last year. What was that movie called? <coughs> I saw that last year at this time. Violent Night? Yeah, that was it. It's, that it's movie is on Amazon. Jeannie and I watched that last night. That movie is literally, literally... Die Hard with Santa Claus. Yes. That's all it is. It is 100% down to the, yeah, you and I, even though we don't know each other, we're going to have this yeah. touching conversation over the, over the walkie-talkies about ourselves. Yeah. It's like, this is just, it is literally Die Hard with Santa, and, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and, and, they, and they did it well. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. 
but instead we watched speaking, this. Speaking of Die Hard, funny. <clears throat> yes. This was going to be the part of the podcast where I had planned on going into an intense, spirited rant about how the movie Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Because it should be about the film's plot and the filmmaker's intent and not the setting of the film. Well, see, where I fall down on this is when it comes up in a conversation, I like to get the temperature of the room and whatever the room is thinking, my answer is the other. So, like, right now, yeah. my answer is totally, Chris, Die Hard is totally a Christmas ah. movie. Okay, so I was going to say that Die Hard isn't a Granted, Christmas movie. it's a movie. small room. Huh? I was going to say that Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie because something shouldn't be a Christmas movie just because it's set in Christmas. Like, you know what else is set in Christmas? Prometheus. Yeah. You don't see a lot of people saying, oh, man, let's watch Prometheus. I love the scene where... Johnny Prometheus is like, hey, the ex-presidents are surfers or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but you don't even have to go for Christmas for that, man. You you, you just don't hear people say, hey, let's watch Prometheus. And it stops right there. I don't think anyone has ever said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, Like Iron Man 3, people aren't rushing to see Iron Man 3 every Christmas. Yeah. But then my asshole older brother Joe posted basically the exact same thing on his Facebook page. So fuck it. You are absolutely right, Bunny. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So is Iron Man 3, oh, Gremlins, Lethal Weapon, Batman movie. Returns, Silver Linings Playbook, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Trading Places, Little Women, Eyes Wide Fucking Shut is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Who gives a shit? And also, words cannot express how much of a uh, of an ass at douche canoe uh, dick waffle my brother is. He is. Yeah. He is a freaking douchebag. Yes. So, like, I don't want people to think people to see this and go, "Oh, Maylin, it's diehard," and it, it, only because she is petty and bitter and angry about her brother. No, I, I have been shit on by my brother for my entire life. And so every once in a while, I get to rant about him. So, uh, yeah, my favorite Christmas movie is uh, it's a tie between Prometheus and Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm more not Iron Man and Iron Man yeah, Gremlins. It... Iron Man 3 is a good movie. Yeah. From the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And also, uh, who is you know, Christmas obsessed? Yeah. Also, Shane, it's Shane not Black. a Christmas. Yeah, it's not a real Christmas. It's not Christmas in our house until Tom Cruise sneaks into an orgy. Yeah, that's really when the Christmas season begins in our house. Um. As everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, Bunny, I have a question for sure, you. I'm pretty sure every one of Shane Black's movies was set at Christmas. Iron Man 3, K-2, 
Hiskus Bang Bang, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Done? Uh, all of his movies are set in Christmas. Holy shit. Predator. Remember all of the scenes in the snow. Uh, last action hero. Okay, okay, but, but Predator. You don't know. The Monster Squad. Classic Christmas film. Christmas time. Just because they're in a jungle. You don't know it's not Christmas. Okay, that is. That is. That is a solid point. It could be. Predator could be a Christmas film. Uh huh. Maybe. We'll get back to that. Bunny. Yes. I have a question for you, and it's going to sound silly, but I need you to take it seriously. That's what the baby powder is for. Okay. I need you to take this seriously. Okay. Okay. Uh, so. I, I've asked this to a surprising amount of people, and uh, I've gotten a couple of different answers, but I'm interested to see your take on it. I don't know where this came from. I might have come up with this while I was high, but um, this is going to sound strange. Please take it serious. Okay. Joe Rogan. Okay. Okay. He's recording the newest episode of his podcast. Uh, Joe Rogan's Fun Time Hijinks, I think, yeah. is the name of the podcast. I've, I've never seen the show, but as far as I can tell, he just shares recipes and yeah. cries yeah. about how much he misses the cast of news radio. And he's all about um, the raisin cookies. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. So Joe Rogan is recording the newest episode of his podcast and completely seriously, 100% earnestly, he announces his new sponsor, Gamer Diapers. Gamer Diapers. You take gaming seriously. You shouldn't have to pause your game in the middle of you owning the noobs yeah. just to just to go number one or number two. You're a gamer and you don't have time for that. So try all new gamer diapers for men. Take their gaming seriously. Um, would you think that that product would be a success? Come here, man. Oh. Uh, my, hold on, my 12-year-old has something to say. Yes, Maxwell? It would not be, it wouldn't be popular with women since... Well, it's gamer diapers for men, Maxwell. Yes, that's the whole thing. It wouldn't be popular with women who are professionals in gaming. When the popularity of... When the popularity of gamer diapers for men really takes off, then we can release a special gamer girl diapers. It's the exact same thing, except it's pink and it's a hundred and fifty percent price increase. Yeah, I, I think it has a chance of being successful. 
I think that if Joe Rogan really plays it straight, how serious people are with games. I mean, it's hard for me to say not being a serious gamer like that. But you know, if you are like say going on a raid and you have to take down a dragon, and you know three of your teammates they've already died, and if you lose this, you lose everything you have. And I gotta pee. Yeah. You know, so so I can almost see, but but past that, okay, past whether I actually think it's successful, I want to see this man, and and particularly I want to see white male diapers. I, I really want to see a bunch of Gamergate assholes sitting in front of their television wearing diapers and and bitching about girls yeah that is like that right there is almost like a perfect snapshot yeah of every here's the thing here's the thing um i feel like a lot of people I think that a lot of people make this about the diapers, but I feel like it's not about the diapers. I feel like it's about Joe Rogan. That if you got okay. a product that was at its heart fucking stupid and you had Joe Rogan earnestly promoting it, what are the chances that this dumbass product would take off? So let me change it a little bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to change it twice. Here's the first change. What if the guest on that episode was Elon Musk? And he said, oh, gamer diapers, how interesting. Uh, I think it has promise. Yeah. So suddenly uh, it's well, got... Well, because I could see Elon... Ro- uh, um, wow. Elon Roth. Wow, that's a mashup. Uh, I, I could see Elon Musk wearing one. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an unpleasant mental image. Yeah. But but it, I think it would be popular. I think you could get the stupidest fucking product in the world and if everyone hates it except for two dumbasses, I think it would be successful for a large percentage of people in America. Let's let's, uh, change it one more time, make it slightly different. It's Alex Jones. Ten-minute warning. Ten-minute warning. Alex Jones. (laughs) I nailed that. Okay, so it's Alex Jones on his show, InfoWars. And He's like, okay, we're about to take a break. <laughs> I don't know why Alex Jones to me sounds so much like a 1980s professional wrestler. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. You're turning the freaking frogs gay. I don't think Alex so, Jones has the audience anymore. Ah, uh, I mean, uh, but now here's that he's the thing. back on Twitter, let's see what the fuck happens, but. Here's the thing. We're not talking about gamer diapers anymore because, uh, uh, Alex Jones doesn't care about gamers. No, we're talking about 
alpha diapers for manly men. Yeah. I'm too busy working hard and providing for my family, and I don't have time to stop and take a piss. That's why I use alpha diapers for manly men. How popular do you think alpha diapers for manly men would be solely because of Alex Jones promoting it on his show? If we gave him Joe Rogan's audience, I would say extremely popular because because it, it's it's the same cult mentality for all the shit he sells. Yeah. And makes a lot of money selling. Yeah. Okay. Finally, uh, before time runs out, we're getting near the end of 2023, which means that it's time for film lovers to struggle to watch all the movies that they missed throughout the year. So, we're going to do a rapid-fire round. I saw seven different 2023 movies this week. Okay. Seven. And we're going to do a rapid-fire round. I'm going to try and talk about all seven of them before the time runs out. Number one, please don't destroy the funny, nerdy writers who have been, for the last few years, doing videos for Saturday Night Live, got their own movie on Peacock. It's called Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain. It is the most me movie of 2023. It is the most uh, the Pope on Filmish movie of 2023. It gets the Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar Award for 2023. Okay. It's bizarre really? and really? stupid, and I fucking loved it. Okay. It's one of those movies that is so weird and bizarre and dumb that by the end of the movie, when a when an actor from Stranger Things gets stabbed to death by a cult leader, you're just rolling with it because it's been just absurdity after absurdity. It's a dumb, stupid movie, and I fucking loved it i cannot it's one of those films that's so uh funny and dumb that i want everyone else in the family to watch it okay it's it's really good please don't destroy the treasure of foggy mountain second movie outlaw johnny black this movie really went under the radar this okay. movie was written, produced, directed, and starring Michael Jai White, who meant for this black Western film to be a spiritual sequel to Black Dynamite. Okay. And I find it shocking that Black Dynamite, such a popular uh, movie that was turned into a adult swim cartoon, that Michael Jai White could release a sequel and nobody know about it. But it's a good movie. Okay. And it had funny moments. But sometimes you can parody something so good that it's not a parody. That's how I feel about the movie Alien Trespass. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alien Trespass. So he meant to do a... So when I went and saw Outlaw Johnny Black, I was expecting a 
tongue-in-cheek, rapid-fire, hysterical Western comedy. No, it's just a Western. It's a pretty serious fucking Western with some funny moments in it. And I was shocked by that. It's a good Western, but it's not in any way a spiritual sequel to the outlaw Johnny, to uh, Black Dynamite. One part I did like is in the beginning when they were going to hang the outlaw Johnny Black and they were reading his numerous crimes. One of them was Kung Fu Treachery. Oh. Which is a uh, Black Dynamite reference that I love. It was nice to see the gang back together because uh, most of the people from Black Dynamite were in Outlaw Johnny Black and I like that. So that was nice. Godzilla minus one. Holy fucking shit. Really? Holy fucking shit. This was the best Godzilla movie I have ever seen. At the end of the film, I was legit crying. It, it blew me away. Finally, they made a Godzilla film where, yeah, like most Godzilla films, it's mostly adults and then some monsters and then more adults and then some monsters. But they made the adult A story that wraps around the Godzilla B story. They made the A story so fucking good really? that I was just blown away I loved the characters I loved the setting it was amazing and serious it was one of my favorite movies of the year I fucking loved it I cannot recommend Godzilla minus one enough it was a serious movie that happened to be a Godzilla film and I effing loved it cannot recommend it enough talk to me this is a weird ass movie. It's an okay. Australian horror film. Um, it wasn't a, like the best horror movie I've seen in the year, but the thing that I really liked about it was okay, so you've got this hand and it has magical powers and you can use it to summon the dead. And so all of these teenagers are summoning dead people and they're filming it and they're putting it online and Everyone's laughing about it. And people think that it's fake. There are so many horror movies that come out that don't have social media. And one good thing that I liked about Talk to Me is, yeah, if there was supernatural shit going on and teenagers had access to it, yeah, they would be this fucking dumb. Yeah. So I liked that about Talk to Me. That was a good movie. Uh, Bottoms. Okay. This gets. The movie Bottoms gets the Booksmart Award for 2023. It is a coming-of-age lesbian teen high school comedy about two unpopular lesbians that start a fight club in their high school in a bizarre attempt to have sex with cheerleaders. Okay. And it was really fucking funny. I wish it had come out when I was in high school. It might have cracked my egg sooner. I really like Bottoms. It is funny. By the end, when people start dying left (laughs) and right, like, it's still really funny, and you really like it. I saw Dick's The Musical. Okay. It's two gay dudes. Who make a musical about two straight dudes. And I like the fact that these two gay guys 
play the straight dudes because, you know, they always do that during awards season. Oh, this straight person, so brave to play a gay man yes. in a movie. So here are two gay guys pretending to be straight. It is absolutely bizarre. Bowen Yang, the gay actor from SNL, plays God. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody could top Boys? Neil Patrick How Neil Patrick Harris in uh, the Harold and Kumar movies. That is playing yes, some motherfucking straight shit. Yeah, I can. Dicks the musical is very much a cult movie waiting to happen. I can absolutely see going to see that at like midnight. And a bunch of gay people are Rocky horroring it up. And seconds. then, of course, and then, of course, the other movie that we I saw this year, this week, is It's a Wonderful Knife, which we will be talking about on the third half of our show. But right now, we are done with our monologue, and we are moving on to our second half, which is our educational segment. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about uh, uh, a, a musical I'm working 